It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio, and this is Soul Vibrations every Thursday at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, brought to you by 25th Century Entertainment, a global music and film distribution company. Learn about us by visiting our website at www.t25cl.com. Every Monday at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, Compton Politics. Tuesday, 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, Straight Talk. Wednesday, Roz's Corner. Thursday, of course, yours truly, Soul Vibrations. Friday, Night Confessions on Friday. Confess whatever you want to on Friday night. Saturday at 10.30 in the morning, you can tune in to United We Stand. Also, following that, you can visit In This Place. For spiritual wellness, three brothers from New, Jer- from New Jersey uh, are out there to edify your spirit. Then Sunday, you can relax and listen to some all-day music, a large genre of music from jazz, reggae, R&B, Motown's best, uh, even a little rock and roll and some clean hip-hop. Sunday, all-day music. Do you know of any veterans, men or women, re-entering society from incarceration? If you do, have them contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project at 510-691-7090. If you have personal family issues and you need some solutions, contact Family Solutions, Inc. under the guidance of clinical psychologist the Reverend Dr. Nanana Kwaku. You can visit his website at www.noangernoviolence.org or you can call directly at 744-3919. Gil Scott Heron, uh, who was an absolute genius and arguably uh, one of the first spoken word poets slash musicians, uh, went to Lincoln University, majored in political science and music, and uh, passed away a number of years ago. But as a uh, social justice advocate and a revolutionary of the movement, Gil Scott Heron had a wonderful uh, catalog of music that he used to use to express what the inner city couldn't express Uh, vocally. He put music to it, and uh, his music still resounds to this day. One particular uh, album that he made called Pieces of a Man had many songs on there that were very expressive. One that was used in Hurricane, the story of Reuben Hurricane uh, Carter, who was wrongly stripped of an opportunity 
to become a uh, middleweight champion, which he received as an honorary gesture, gesture from the uh, Boxing Commission. But he was incarcerated for 27 years for a murder that he did commit. And um, the song that was used in that song, that was actually a Spike Lee joint, was uh, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Well, he also had a song on there that really hits home now, especially during these hard times, and it's called Home is Where the Hatred Is. You can look it up on YouTube, Google it or whatever, Gil Scott Heron, Home is Where the Hatred Is. Let's visit some of the wild things that are going on now during this time uh, that we uh, are in right now. It's a time that is unlike any other. We're, we're, we're at the highest point uh, on paper and uh, uh, in, uh, in our freedoms right now in terms of uh, the opportunities that we as African peoples here in America, along with my Asian and Hispanic brothers and sisters, and uh, uh, others alike, we're in a position where if you are in the right place at the right time and you take advantage of your opportunities, you can become very wealthy in this country. You can become a millionaire. You can work in a lot of different um, fields uh, professionally, in sports, in entertainment. but what do you have to do to get there that's different than those that uh, allege to uh, run this country and uh, own and build and build this country? You know that that one and two percent that rule the global economy uh, are also uh, within that percentage that we're talking about. There, there's a derivative of race in there that is unlike any other. And there is, we hate to make race or make it seem like race is uh, an issue, uh, especially during this day and age. But the fact of the matter is it always has been. uh, It is, but a change is coming. And we may not be here uh, baby boomers, myself, and um, depending on the luck, whether you're young, old, or anywhere in between, <clears throat> we don't know who will be here to see it, but the way things are going, change is inevitable. You know, the United States is sitting on a powder keg right now, and <clears throat> when you look at the highest ranking office not only in the United States, but on this planet, in terms of position. Uh, And and let's be clear that you can be the highest-ranked official, but it does not mean that you actually control uh, governance and, and, uh, you know, uh, how we live our lives daily because there's no way one person 
no matter how powerful that dictator is or whatever you want to label him. There's no way one person can ultimately have complete, sovereign, unadulterated power over uh, peoples. And you may be able to reign terror for, for years, for decades, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, if you want to say, for lack of a better um, uh, description, uh, in this asylum that we live in, the inmates do run the asylum, but they just don't know it. You know, we had one powerful guy who walks through and intimidates with his henchmen and his conspirators and his racketeers um, uh, are very good at intimidating tactics, which keep peoples from banding together and saying enough is enough. But we're starting to experience this now, and it's coming through uh, our children, and I mean all children uh, of all races, yes, white race included, There's a uh, there's a Fox News uh, personality who uh, recently mocked one of the school shooting survivors. Excuse me, because they were denied entrance to a few colleges that they applied for, even with a 4.1 grade point average, and course, uh, you know, UCLA, Stanford, Harvard, uh, you know, Cal Berkeley, MIT, all of these schools, uh, so-called upper echelon uh, colleges, uh, claim to hold you to the highest standards and they claim to be the most covenant colleges. Uh, And there are some others too as well. But my point is, is that there's only so many there's only so many places available. So there are a lot of uh, honor students in their own right that get turned away. But um, for this Fox uh, uh, personality, this lady, to mock a student, what it means, just just think about this, this student, of course, and we know Fox is the far right, and we also know that they're, advocates for the right to bear arms and guns and all that stuff and, and they don't they don't believe that there's a need for gun reform at all. And uh so they're uh welcome to their opinion. But at the end of the day, uh Laura Ingram, who's a Fox News host, uh who's been keeping an eye on uh these children marching across the country to advocate for gun uh, control and to also, uh, and part of that uh, is, is is done in the in the sense of saying we're going to be old enough to vote and we're going to vote those out who aren't doing what they should be doing and that's very powerful. But again, my point is, what does this person's school records and all of this have to do with it. Well, that's one of the intimidating things that I mentioned earlier 
in my dialogue when I talk about um, uh, evil that tries to distract you from what the issue is and they try and, 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 and break your confidence down and break your spirit down. So mocking this person not getting into a school and saying they whined about it without having any connection with their um, communication with the school or just the fact that they found out that they were turned down or, or, or their application wasn't accepted because for whatever reason. And I would think because there are so many applicants that perhaps they just didn't get accepted because there just wasn't enough room. But this person, and we're talking about children, you know, victims of a situation that they have absolutely no control over. And, and, and when, in fact, a lot of these kids, I wouldn't be surprised because of their monetary status and uh, no fault of theirs, but I wouldn't be surprised if their, their parents and people at their homes were also the people that they were having this issue with, meaning that um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if their parents were, were NRA members. Or, or, a good, or a good percentage of them were NRA members. We certainly know that one of the gentlemen that went to school had access to all these guns as a uh, young adult. I believe he was 18 or maybe a little older than that. I'm not sure, but his interest in guns, uh, I think it's safe to assume, didn't just start overnight. And And you can read into that whatever you want to. You know, you have your own mind, your own philosophy, uh, your own psychology, your own pathology. You can figure that out for yourself where I'm going with this. But, again, back to Gil Scott Heron and home is where the hatred is. Uh, that's just one example. Let's look at, uh, uh, you know, I've been involved in a lot of stuff in the community recently. I've been to some forums. Uh, there's a organization called A Safe Place that deals with domestic violence. And, of course, again, children uh, are at the brunt of domestic violence issues when you talk about spousal abuse and uh, people who have children that have to seek or or refuse away from a uh, very violent home situation. So that's another example of kids being uh, victimized. And, of course, uh, these two organizations, these two um, events that I went to, one of them was done as a youth uprising uh, in East Oakland, which is next door to uh, Castlemont High School, where Joe Morgan, the Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, went and and uh, been a legendary school for putting out a lot of basketball players, baseball players like Gary Pettis, played Major League Baseball, recently got a World Series ring with the Houston Astros. Uh, Cliff Robinson played in the NBA for a number of years. Uh, Donnie Martin was a legendary basketball player there. Uh, the gentleman named Cal Stanley, who's been an advocate at the Boys and Girls Clubs for over 30 years uh, in the Bay Area. And um, uh, this place, Youth Uprising, right next door, is, uh, oh, oh, by the way, also. Uh, there was a sensitivity uh, issue that happened at Castlemont. Some young children had seen um, uh, 
trying to remember the name of the movie but with the Holocaust. Uh, there was a movie that Steven that um, Steven Spielberg did, Schindler's List, and some kids were found to have laughed at some of the scenes that were in the movie. And so Steven Spielberg wound up showing up at Castlemont by a request. I don't know how that went. This was about 20 years ago, but he showed up at the school and talked about sensitivity, being sensitive to other people's circumstances. And of course, he was also uh, the guy who put the movie the Amistad, so that had to deal with slavery. So, again, you know, we're talking about America and we're talking about kids and we're talking about the next leaders and we're talking about all these sensitivity issues. And now here we are faced with, uh, you know, uh, home is where the hatred is uh, in terms of what what's going on with us right now. When you look at, there was some, there was a, some kids and some people that were protesting the 2014 police officer involved killing in Ferguson, uh, Missouri, and um, the protest went across the United States, and when it reached Portland, Oregon, there was a young boy named Devontae Hart who actually hugged the police officer, and that went viral on YouTube. You know, it had millions of hits on his YouTube. Well, the boy Devontae Hart and five other African-American kids were adopted by two white women, a couple, called themselves a married couple. They called themselves social justice champions. They all uh, uh, went to these demonstrations and participated. And most recently, sadly, uh, uh, it was found that uh, Devante had had uh, reached out to some neighbors saying that these uh, people, these two parents were starving them to death. And Child Protective Services came out. They found bruises on one of the little girls. One of the wives out of the two uh, named Sarah and Jennifer Hart. Sarah pleaded guilty to uh, domestic assault. And Child Protective Services had been called out there three more times. Well, off of Highway 101 up in Mendocino County, uh, their van, their SUV, went off the road, and you had to drive 200 feet off-road to get to the cliff. But their van was was, was found to have uh, plunged off of a 100-plus-foot cliff. Uh, both parents perished. Three kids were, were dead at the scene, and three other children are missing, including Devante. So... These are two white women who adopted three black children and the abuse uh, continued. I I don't understand what it is about the affinity for white people adopting black children. And certainly there aren't enough black adults here to adopt. I mean, there are not enough of us adults adopting black children, but there's also an affinity for adopting 
African children with all the children that are coming from broken homes and stuff here in the United States. Um, there's a lot of evil that's circulating. You know, in Texas, there was a black woman recently who she and her husband, who are now divorced, they had a tax preparation business. And it's not unusual. There are a lot of these tax companies that try and get you as much money on your return, on your tax return as as possible. Thing is, there are, you know, laws and regulations when it comes to federal taxes and taxes in general. And this lady was found... uh, guilty of fraud and was serving a sentence and she was ordered by a Texas judge to pay $4.2 million back and upon her getting out after serving three years um, she was approached uh, during the voting time. Her name was in the registers and they you know, reached out to her, told her her time was running out to vote and so on and so forth. Unbeknownst to her, they solicited her vo- her voting. And later uh, picked her up again and found her guilty of attempting, uh, of voting uh, uh, and being a felon, which, which, um, is disputable, but the fact that they solicited her to vote and she didn't know, so she voted. And a black woman, and I'm sure it didn't sway uh, the results by any stretch of the imagination, but she was just recently sentenced to five years more in prison for voting, five years in prison voting in the state of Texas, in the state of Texas, and where they still have sundown towns and where, you know, about 20 years ago, the first white man to be uh, put on death row for killing a black person, the first person a white person has ever been put on death row for killing a black person, This, this, this is just within our lifetime. You know, and, you know, on the flip side of all of these ex- examples that I've just shared, there, there is, in fact, there is, in fact, hope. There really is hope, you know, but hope is coming in the form of uh, mobilization, you know, um, as black people, and again, my my, uh, my Asian and Native American I left out before, Native American and Hispanic-speaking brothers and sisters and others alike, um, we have power within our own communities if we really know that, you know, who you are where you come from. Those are the first two things. Then finding out what your purpose is on this planet, something I quote from Dr. Nana Quaker. Um, that's very important moving forward, you know. 
and you look at the fact that things, and I'm speaking to you and I in, in the terms of people's uh, cultures that I've just talked about, think about the things that have happened in your in your history when it comes to uh, involvement and 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 getting your freedoms and dealing with the United States and those who govern and make the policies here, the history of the United States. Just think about that. But look at where we've come, you know. Advocates like Cesar Chavez who have um, fought on behalf of the farm workers to get a unionized, you know. Um, our, our Native Americans and Eskimos who um, had genocide uh, experiences in the forms of smallpox blankets and and um, uh, you know just 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 being robbed of culture of 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 uh, sacred sovereign territory you know of course we talk about our black brothers and sisters and <clears throat> and uh, we we all know. The, the horrors of slavery and the generations <coughs> excuse me, that uh, slavery has affected all the way up to the present time. And we look at our Hispanic brothers and sisters who were, were at one time not aliens here and, helped, and then played a part in helping building this country. And they're now under the the... Uh, unlawful guys of being called aliens, you know, and dealing with uh, DACA and these these immigrant uh, prejudices. You look at my Asian brothers and sisters from Korea and Japan and China, how uh, the internment camps and and torture chambers, and and then you look at my Arabic uh, brothers and sisters, my Middle Eastern brothers and sisters, and how you've been um, falsely labeled uh, under under religion, and at the same time, um, you know, uh, had your you know your 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 resources, your 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 richness, your wealth, and your natural reserves. The resources are always at stake when you talk about. Iraq and Iran and Syria and countries that are rich in oil and you know it's all about greed and capitalism when it comes to blood diamonds and gold and oil and things in Nigeria and all across African nations uh, it comes to poaching animals and killing off elephants and taking advantage of people that are um, that are challenged financially and taking advantage of their gullibility to have them also help you in doing all of these evil things that you do. And, uh, you know, at this time I'm going to acknowledge, I believe that we have a guest on here, but I started this show off with some news, you know, and, and, and describing a song that Gil Scott Heron put out that's called Home is Where the Hatred Is. And caller. I don't know how long you've been listening or if you're just calling in, but please state 
your name for those who are listening to the show uh, and they, for a first time, state your name and where you're calling from. Good evening. This is Brother Dotson calling from Hercules, California, by invitation of my good friend, Reverend Warren in Seattle. Greetings to everyone listening this evening. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brother Dobson, for calling in. Uh, much, much appreciated, much welcome. Um, what I was talking about uh, at the beginning of the show after going through the basic formalities is uh, I I just uh, talked about a few news items uh, to start the show off here as we try and figure out solutions going forward and try and edify marginalized communities across the country and, and around the globe that that uh, want to engage with us. Uh, I talked about uh, a young boy named Devontae Hart whose video went viral when he hugged a police officer after yes. a protest in Portland, Oregon, behind the Ferguson police killing. Uh, this, 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 this young boy and five of his adopted siblings, all black, all black girls and boys, three boys and three girls, um, were adopted by a married couple, two white women who called yes. themselves social social justice champions. Yes, yes. Sarah, Sarah and Jennifer Hart. They recently uh, had child protective services called on them a number of times. One of the children saying, "I don't want to go back." Another one, Devonte himself, saying, "They're starving us to death." And recently up in Mendocino County off of Highway 101, their yeah. SUV was found run off a cliff with no skid marks where you have to drive almost 200 feet off-road to get to the cliff. And it right. looks like, like this van was purposely run over the cliff. Uh, both parents, Sarah and Jennifer, were mm-hmm. found deceased. Uh, three of the children were found deceased, and Deontay, Devontae and Two other uh, of his siblings haven't been accounted for yet, so they're still mm-hmm. investigating, and they're using drones and whatnot to, to, to you know, scour the area to see what they can right. come up with, you know. And that's again, that's our young black children that we're talking about. I talked about uh, some things that I have been involved with with the domestic violence, a safe place, which has been in the Bay Area for uh, forty years, and and uh, went to a few events there, and uh, they were passing out these little armbands that said, stop killing our children. Then mm-hmm. recently, uh, there's a Fox News anchor woman who was mocking one of the kids that survived the shooting down in Florida, saying that he was whining because he didn't get uh, accepted in the school into some colleges, and certainly... UCLA was one of the colleges, and there were some upper echelon colleges. He had a 4.1 grade point average. The fact is, kids get turned away all the time because schools, uh, there's only so many people that schools can take. So they turn away some kids that actually qualify, but they just didn't get picked like a lottery. But why mm-hmm. would, a, would a grown uh, news host, Fox uh, news show person or, or television uh personality, instead of talking about what these children were advocating for in terms of gun control, why would she take time out to mock these kids unless her agenda was far right and about uh, keeping guns 
where they are, you know. It, it, I, mean, I mean, it just shows the evil that uh, that is perpetrating itself and, and mowing down whatever is in front of us. And right now, our children are in, are in front of this. Look uh, at this black, yeah, and look at this black lady, lastly, and then I'll let you speak. There's a black lady in Texas, and, and I mean, I can recall this. I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I can say, you know, I've gone and had my taxes done. I've always had them done by a tax prep, uh, pre- uh, a preparation person. I, I, I didn't particularly go to H&R Block. We always knew somebody in the neighborhood that had a tax preparation business, or we knew somebody that knew somebody, and we used to try and keep, you know, keep keep our own businesses thriving. And the, the point I'm making is this was a black couple. They're divorced now, but it was a husband and wife. Uh, male and female, and the lady said that she was found guilty of fraud and sentenced to prison in Texas for a couple of years in order to pay $4.2 million of restitution or what it was. She was trying to get larger larger returns for her clients, like most tax people do. They tell you how to write stuff off. Donald Trump, I'm sure, whatever taxes he's done that he hasn't showed us, has practiced this. Millions of times, I, I, I mean millions of times probably. This lady was given four point two million uh, uh, restitution. Did three, and after three years, check this out. She gets out. She is solicited by the register of voters. You know, as we all are, they send something to you in the mail. It's time. Have you registered to vote? It's time to vote. The deadline's coming. She went and voted, and her mother said, "Yeah, you better hurry up and go vote." She did not realize that you, I guess in Texas, you can't vote coming off of anything having to do with fraud. So they found out that she voted, and they just sentenced her to five more years in prison for voting. Oh, my God. Five years in prison for voting. And these are the stories that you see in, in the black community. You know, all of these different types of things you see this young, there's a, a guy who got, they're, they're still fighting over the a guy who got killed by the p- police in uh, Vallejo, the gentleman yeah. who got killed in his grandmother's backyard in Sacramento. Now you're looking at uh, these kids that were adopted by uh, white parents, you know, and these kids' lives are over. And it's like, is 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 you know, and we know that there's good and bad in all races. You know, but the only thing I want us to kind of think about is, you know, marginalized people, people people in poverty who don't have health care, don't have education, don't have jobs, it's easy to see the temptation to do things that you're not supposed to do because it's about survival. But when you talk about people that are in position of control and power, and they're the ones that make it a point to marginalize you in their policies and what they do in health care and what they do in the uh, justice system. And then when it comes to uh, what is this affinity for white folks adopting African kids and adopting black kids in the United States? I know we don't have enough black couples adopting black kids because we know the foster care system is run amok with dysfunction itself, but 
what is the what is what is the affinity for people that adopt us that um there's more you know you can save a child to some degree when they're when 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 they're and the intentions could be good I'm not talking about everybody but when you but when you take when you adopt a child there's more to it than just saying okay no more ghetto for you now you get to go to the best schools, you get to eat right, you get whatever you want for Christmas, and so now there's no worry. Well, it's like well, what you're doing is you're uprooting them from their culture too, meaning that when you take them, what are you going to expose them to? Are you going to steal? Uh, t- uh, first of all, can you comb my hair? You know, <laughs> do you know how to braid my hair? Do you, do you know? Do you know much about me and about my culture? First of all, secondly, um, are you going to keep me engaged and keep me keep me connected to my heritage and to my culture? Because certainly, the further up you take me in the education system, the less I'm going to see of people that look like me. I'm still going to be called nigger behind my back when I'm not at home, you know. And does that mm-hmm. really set me up to be successful? later on in life, or does that add to the post-traumatic stress disorder that I've been experiencing up until the time that you come and get? And certainly in the case of these two women who were starving these kids, uh, uh, one of them pleaded guilty to domestic abuse, domestic assault, because one of the children was found with bruises all over their body, and yet and still they were left with these people when in fact it looks like they were better off in foster care or better off with the with their dysfunctional parents because look at the end result here that these kids have lost their lives and so is is this an evil conspiracy or concerted effort by by uh I hate to make it a race thing but you know what is the agenda when it comes to dealing with black people, people in power, that's my question. My question for the people in power, the 2%, and the 2% is made up of a lopsided number when it comes to color. You don't have a United Nations in the 2%. You have a majority of one flavor in the 2%. So my question (laughs) is, what is the agenda concerning black people and their existence on this planet is there any is there anybody that that can answer that question within our own culture and outside of our culture just based upon the honest things that you see in terms of education health care social justice incarceration uh and in fair housing and fair opportunity when it comes to jobs, what 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 would you what could you what would what do you think about this, uh, brother? What do you think the agenda is uh, concerning black folks? Well, it's, it's it's that was a great uh, analogy you gave of certain certain things that's happening. I did pick that piece up about those people, and I did have a fleeting thought about what these two white women were doing with all of these African-American children when they flashed this, you know, their, their faces on the screen this morning. I did have a moment to think about that, but 
Mm-hmm. You know, with social media and things today, so much stuff bombard the airways and things that you see that you do not have time to sit down and analogize it like you just mm-hmm. did. And it came mm-hmm. back to my mind. I did see those white women with those children, and that young man was pointed out as being one of the children who went viral by hugging that police during that protest. But mm-hmm. a, a short and simplistic answer, which is not the complete answer to what you're asking me is, what I think a lot of people mm-hmm. get is this is a capitalist country. This is not mm-hmm. a communist country. This is not a socialist country. This is a capitalist country. Everything revolves around money. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Murder, people kill for it, people cheat. Our government sell us out every day. Mm-hmm. They give NRA mm-hmm. money. They give countries mm-hmm. overseas money. Let me just mm-hmm. give you a little example of what I picked up from listening to a conservative uh, talk show the other day. Certainly. He, he mm-hmm. threw Joe Biden under the bus and let me know that Joe Biden's son has a contract with China along with John Kerry's son, who has a contract with China, that has a hedge fund that they got paid $1.5 billion for the hedge fund. And when they went to the man, Joe Biden's son, and asked him, what uh, background do you have, sir, in a hedge fund? He said, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm an accountant by, by nature. <laughs> so can anybody black in this country go over to China and get a 1.5, first of all, start a hedge, con- hedge fund company with no experience and then have a connection <laughs> in China to make them want to come and buy it? I don't know anyone. Mm, mm, mm. So this is John Kerry, one of our major long-time representatives. He's been a mm-hmm. he's been the ambassador everywhere. He's been a vice president, I think. He's ran for president. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, mm-hmm. Obama's mm-hmm. vice president. Vietnam Vietnam veteran, all, war all hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the other side. The sitting uh, head of the Republican. Uh, house right now, Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. his wife, Chinese, who was just appointed to some post by by a, 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 a Trump, her sister-in-law sits on the largest board of one of the defense companies of China, and that comes to find out that all of a sudden now, Mitch McConnell, a sitting senator or congressman, whatever he is, has business dealings with China through his sister-in-law. Nepotism and at the highest billion, level. They just wrote a billion-dollar contract for something, also. Mm-hmm. So th- mm-hmm. I'm just building. Mm-hmm. I'm just starting from the top here to show you mm-hmm. that this is capitalist mm-hmm. country. No matter mm-hmm. where I sit mm-hmm. or what I claim I do, or I'm your public servant. Mm-hmm. No, it's all about mm-hmm. the money. I will sell you out to get this money. But in contrast, let me switch mm-hmm. gears here. When Jesse mm-hmm. Jackson Jr. did it. Oh, yeah, he's still serving time. He's still serving time, and Jesse Jackson Jr. had a psychological problem in prison. And they mm-hmm. did finally release Jesse Jackson Jr., I believe, and then they put his wife in prison. So he, they, they worked out a deal where Jesse Jackson, they couldn't put both the parents in prison because they had minor children. So they, they mm-hmm. gave us a little bit of love, but they still locked mm-hmm. his line up. 
Mm-hmm. So Jesse Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. was taking peanuts, such as the congressman who was down in Louisiana. I believe Ray Nagin was the mayor. Mm-hmm. Ray Nagin mm-hmm. was locked up for taking a kickback from the garbage union in New Orleans. Yeah. He was the mayor during Hurricane Katrina. I remember. That's correct, yep. sir. That, that, yeah. I'm just trying to paint a picture of what they get away with Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. we try to get away with, but guess what? All eyes, like Tupac said, all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, white folks, guess mm-hmm. what? You, you better, you better do it the right way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. all that being said, that just kind of ties into what you talked about about the lady doing taxes over here in in Texas and what happened to her. You know, if if, if you're gonna play mm-hmm. that game or you know, I know she was trying to probably serve her community, but at the end of the day, when you deal with these government entities, you got to mm-hmm. be clean, brother. You can't mm-hmm. play those games. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like you said, you said you want to start at the top. You know, you could go just a little bit higher. Where could you dodge the draft five times with oh, yeah. alleged bone spurs, you know, Grab women on video and talk about how you can just walk in because you because yeah. you own the pageant. Um, uh, uh, forge documents, not pay taxes, uh, launder money, uh, harass harass kids. You know when you when you when you start saying inappropriate thing to seventeen year olds mm-hmm. and, and 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 almost incestual. Uh, uh, type of re- references when you say, "If you weren't my daughter, I'd be dating." I, 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 right. couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine saying any of that stuff to any to any female can I'm I, related to, let alone my I, own daughter. Can I that? Can I you know, that and, and and become president, and yeah. and yeah. and so everybody sees your reality show. There's nothing yeah. about you. Nobody doesn't know. Right. And you can take all of that garbage, all of that baggage, and you can rig an election and become and, and, and become a reality show dictator, head of state. And and what it shows is the pathology of the people who are still sticking by this guy. Because what it does is it turns the light on those roaches too. You know, when you go into a room with roaches. You don't know it until you turn the lights on and they start scattering all over the place. This dude's got a following that's exposing itself to be in the millions for people to vote for him. There are millions of people among us that have the same Nazi mindset as this guy. Anytime you, anytime you put a guy in charge of the Department of Justice that says the Klan wasn't that bad, they just smoked a little pot. And all this other, all these other uh, references, he's putting people in office that 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 that, that might. It's dark outside where you are, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. dark where I am. We're in the Bay Area. They might in the South where it's three hours there. They might be riding around with robes on out there. We don't know. Mm-hmm. These people, these people sound like people that if we were to go back about sixty or seventy years. This is probably a this is probably a duplicate of the government that existed 
60 or 70 years ago. The only thing we have going for us now is social media, and they have to wear a suit and tie, and they have to be careful just how much stuff they say. Like, for, for instance, lastly, too, this 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 lady, this lady, now, now you want to talk about, you know, when you say something or or, or do something that's inappropriate, and, and and there comes a time where you where you decide that you're going to apologize. Um, you know, I'm trying to see if I can pull this. Yeah. Now you you listen to you listen to this lady uh, who's a Fox uh, uh, television host. Mm-hmm. This lady called. You know, after see here's the here's the smart thing that this kid did. This kid, what this kid did, because see he has he has the he has the United States ear behind him now, right? So so this lady, Laura Ingham, she apologized under pressure for taunting a survivor of the school shooting in Parkland, Florida, and this kid said, "I'm not going to stoop." And this is what she said: She said David Hogue rejected by four colleges to which he applied and whines about. It dinged by UCLA with a 4.1 grade point average, totally predictable given acceptance rates. She sounded just like Donald Trump wrote that thing for her. But in, but, but in response, this kid, he took the high road. What he did is he said, I'm going to go after your sponsors. And TripAdvisor, Wayfair, Hulu, Nestle, and Nutrish pulled their ads from this lady's, from this lady's thing. So not... Yeah, so now listen to this apology. On reflection, in the spirit of Holy Week, I apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet caused him or any of the brave victims of Parkland. So she's doing it in the spirit of Holy Week. In other words, you know, that's the same apology that we've heard numerous times when a person in in power has said about black people, I apologize that you took it the wrong way. Now, I apologize for what I said. It was wrong. I apologize that you took what I said the wrong way. I'm sorry you took what I said the wrong way. And that that that, that, that smug, uh, nose-to-the-sky, evil, privileged mindset has become so predictable whether they know it or not, has become so predictable. I've seen it. I've seen it during. Um, I've seen it during rush hour in traffic so many times out here in the Bay Area. Rush hour traffic, early morning commute, midday evening commute is so thick, and I see I see up ahead that there's some accidents, and in my own little mind. The same way I get profiled wearing my hoodies in in, in a neighborhood that that I can uh, afford. If I was Trayvon Martin, he could afford the neighborhood he was in. But mm-hmm. the same way I was profiled in my way of thinking, the way I profiled, the way I reversed that profile, I'll have a little bet with myself. I get up there and I bet you, and I say, okay, it's, it, it's three cars. Uh. Three out of three out of four times, there hasn't been a there hasn't been a black person, hasn't been a 
stereotype, you know, that we say about Asian people and drivers mm-hmm. has been an Asian person. It's been white people every single time, except maybe just a couple of times. And what I picture is two smug, privileged people meeting at the same place at the wrong time. Get out the way. I'm coming through. You're going too fast. Move over. Mm-hmm. Here I come. But but it just so happens that two people think the same same way, running to each other at the same time. Nobody gets out the way. And there's your and there's your accident. There's your accident. And uh-huh. I don't know if, I don't know if that makes sense. I hope no, I don't sound I hope I don't sound bigoted. Not at but, all. But 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 the but the, but the numbers speak for themselves. And 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 um, I I, I uh, you know trying to get my back healthy. I started working out of Planet Fitness to avoid that surgery, try some holistic uh, alternatives to get my core, you know, support your your stomach muscles, support your back, right, right. and get your core together. Now hiring. I said, okay, well, maybe if I uh, get a part-time job here, I could work out for free and get a little check. You know, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I, so I started doing that. But I work at the counter. And these smug people who come up to me, you know, I put, I got the shoe shine face on. I'm, I, you know, most of the people are not. They speak. They coming and going. They speak. You know, I greet them. I don't go way over the top in song and dance, but I greet them when they come in. They greet me when they leave. You know, that some people are just shocked that a person even says pleasantries to you now. The way we live in this is the way we live in the state. But my point is. Then here come a few smug ones every day who 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 uh will they, you don't have to speak, you know. They scan and they go stand over where you sign you have different sheets to sign up for the hydro massage bed, for the total body enhancement, the mm-hmm. massage mm-hmm. chair, and then there's the tanning booths, you know. These yep. people come over and 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 not all of them, but the, but there are a few they come over and they sign the book and they expect you to look at the book to see how much time they want in the tanning thing. They don't even do like anybody would come over and say, um, yes, I want uh, 12 minutes in number three. And they sign the book. That's all it takes. You don't have to ask how my family is and none of that stuff. They just come over and sign the book. Then they right. stand there and wait for you to, to, to either ask them or look at the sheet. And I come over to them and I and I say, um, which room would you like? Because I see they signed the tan thing. Because they have they have to get the number to the room from me. Right. So instead of me look, so instead of me looking, I make them say it. And they say, uh, 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 number two, please, because they can choose one, two, or three. Number two, please. I say, here you go. They'll say thank you or nothing. They just take it, turn and walk. And I say. And I say, uh, you do have your eyewear. And they say, yeah, I always have, you know, like that. Like I'm supposed to assume that. You know, the answer is not. And I said, I, and I say to myself, are you going back there and, 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 and try and get as close to being black like me as you can, but don't, don't <laughs> overdo it. 
Don't go past 12 minutes. State regulations, you can't do more than 12 minutes every 24 hours, so you can get skin cancer trying to look like me. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then when you leave here, don't forget to stop and get some collagen shot in your lips, and don't forget right. to go get your butt implant yeah. and, and, pay thousands, and pay thousands of dollars to look like me. Uh-huh. You know, if, pay thousands of dollars can, to look like me. If, if I can, can I just give you a little bit of a touchdown right there? Because it Please goes do. back to my initial point, you know, that yeah. uh, th- those types of behaviors come from a mm-hmm. certain place. And mm-hmm. um, like I said once before, this is a capitalist country. Talking about that couple that, that adopted all those little biracial kids and had all those kids, look at the people mm-hmm. who have money who've done that. Uh, Madonna. Uh, yeah, Brad Pitt and his wife. Brad Pitt and his wife. Bad Pitt going out adopting us all around the world like we're pets. Yeah. You know, little animals. Yeah, exactly. It, Just uh, like going to the zoo. Yeah, exactly. and now they and now they and now they divorce. So what does that mean for the kids? Now they divorce. I was at that big festival they that they have downtown Oakland every year. I've got the diversity fair, or whatever they call it down mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. in September. Mm-hmm. And I ran into mm-hmm. a, a white woman down there, and I was promoting my friend's book. He's biracial. Mm-hmm. He was telling his story about how he was put into an orphanage back in 1956 because he, they could not have a half-black, half-white child sent to a school <laughs> somewhere back in Arkansas because none of them existed. So they couldn't have any place to send this little half-black, half-white boy. So they took him away from his mother and put him in an orphanage. So I was trying to help him tell his story and promote his book, and I ran into this woman. This woman had three biracial kids with her, and she started introducing these kids to me. And I said, well, you got a very unusual family. She said, well, yeah, this is my business. I said, your business? She said, yeah, I go around to businesses, schools, and promote racial diversity amongst businesses. I said, well, mm. do you have to have, you know, biracial kids? Are, are these all yours? Did you actually lay up and have them, or did you go adopt them? So me and this woman started that conversation, and it was it was a very eye-opening conversation. But as mm-hmm. I was talking about, these people have the means to either try to make money off us, or they just mm-hmm. have to appease themselves by saying, hey, look at me, I got all the money in the world, now I'm going to help these little Africans or whichever one I can get over here from this country, a little biracial boy from here, you know, or half Chinese, half whatever. So these people mm-hmm. are trying to appease their own hearts for their wrongdoing by making mm-hmm. it look like, oh, I'm doing something for someone else. But mm-hmm. let's talk about what we need to do, and I know you addressed that earlier, as a people. And there you I, go. What I mm-hmm. talked to Brother Warren about, and his program, Truth to Youth, has been around forever, and he just happened mm-hmm. to look at me in my life. I've been knowing him for 45 years. Wow, with, okay. Uh, help, yeah, with helping me start his sister program called Vision and Dreams. And what mm-hmm. we're trying to do with the Vision and Dreams program is promote financial literacy amongst black people and young black youth here in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. We, all, we all need financial literacy, and I'm going to go back. It's not the most important thing in the world, but based on what we're seeing and what our conversation is mm-hmm. coming back to tonight, mm-hmm. everything's coming back to one of, one, of the, one of the components for going towards success, it, of course. Exactly. 
And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what we're trying to do, and I see a lot of our black celebrities going out, like Kaepernick had that million-dollar thing mm-hmm. where he signed to mm-hmm. cons, you know, mm-hmm. and helping them get interviews. But when you get that job, can you maintain it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People can say, oh, he's ex-con, he's dressed nice, and he's promoted by this group or that group or some sponsor mm-hmm. over here. But when he gets that job, is that brother going to have the skills that he needs to stay in that job? Yeah, yeah. Now, but you know what? One of the things, that, one of the mm-hmm. things I'll let you go. Let me go ahead and just put this in here. Cause I need, yeah, go ahead. Need take, your, take your time. Take your time. All good. When I got laid off in 2010 from one of the biggest mm-hmm. companies on the planet, Toyota, mm-hmm. they asked us, did you want to be retrained? And I told him yes, and I went to the community college. And I took a course called Business Communication, which was basically mm-hmm. learning how to write an email the proper way wow. without wow. bluff, without saying too much, without using bad grammar. It was a very simplistic class mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I got there and, and, and realized that we all communicate by email now, even in the workplace. And what mm-hmm. I found out was, People judge you by how you write. They sure do. They if you sure write do. An incoherent or ignorant email, people will come back at you. They'll they'll kind of you know try to look at you a different way. They don't have to see your face. They could have never saw you. But you know if your last name is Johnson or you know mm-hmm. Turner or uh, mm-hmm. you know or something like that, then there's something mm-hmm. dark. So it's very important for people to learn how to write properly in the business mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. That's my or you know, or you know what, or, or or they will just totally ignore you. Play like play like they didn't get what you sent. That's true. They'll do too. that one. Yeah. They'll do that one too. That's and, another slide. You yeah. know, like you said, that's that's that that's extremely important. That we learn. See. We've always had to be twice as good just to get the same position. The yeah, fact of the matter so is, at some, at some point, we stopped speaking our African dialect and we all became Englishmen, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, but, but what goes along with that is eating food and preserved things that, yeah. people, that people with a high-octane engine shouldn't be eating. So we have mm-hmm. more, health, more health issues and then... Mm-hmm. We also have uh, cultural indifferences and racism within our own culture between the light skin and the dark skin and stuff. And all this is learned behavior. This behavior didn't exist back when we were originally civilized people in a civilized organization, uh, uh, in a civilized uh, existence. But, but the further we are removed and the more time that goes by and the more we're exposed to stuff other than our norm and in terms of in terms of where our culture originated for, the further removed and the further alienated we're not only gonna be from from those that 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 fake like we can assimilate with them, but we're gonna also be further removed from each other within our culture because there are gonna be some of us that try not to sell out to that to that belief and they're going and we hold on to what we have and there are gonna be some of us that move further away, and and, and and if you see that they're not coming in the direction you're coming, then 
we alienate ourselves from each other as well. And that's why we don't do business with each other. We're willing to trust uh, a white person or somebody other than ourselves to say, let's work on a business venture together. And Mm -hmm. like Andre Ward used to say, uh, who's the galaxy chief and the, uh, uh, the, the, the mind behind uh, T25CL Entertainment, he's always talked about black-on-black corporate crime. There's another kind of crime that goes outside of the urban area and on the street, but there's a black-on-black corporate crime when it comes to doing. I, I knew some people that went to a high school in Pleasanton. It was a black guy and it was mm-hmm. a white girl. And they're just children, right? And they're both educated. One of them has has studied uh, uh, with with, with uh, uh, Barbara Boxer and all of them. The other one is uh, doing something, I think, on uh, Wall Street or whatever. Black guy, white girl, barely spoke to each other in high school in the same graduating class, but they speak to each other and keep it moving really quick. He went to senior prom with a white girl. She went to the senior prom with a white dude. It was like, they don't want to have any any uh, connection with each other, and and you know, and I found this out through some people that were closely associated to them. It came up it came up in a, in, a, in a debate about in a debate about race once, and there are a lot of emotions and stuff that came out in this debate, and and they didn't even realize that. that, that, that that they had so much in common and they really liked and respected each other, but they never really got to know each other because they didn't want to be caught associating with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what's happened with us now. The further up the ladder you get, shoot, man, if you, if you work in, if you work in, you know, for a hedge fund company and, 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 and the person distributing the mail is a black dude down there, you better give him the power sign and keep moving. If you, if you stop and talk to him too long, that's you correct. know, that's you're going to have a rough time keeping your job, you know. And, let me, and, 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 let, and, and I want to say something to your audience, and I want to see if they can get the feed, get some feedback from this. Okay, Everyone, okay. And, I, and after this, we got another caller, too, so I'm going to let okay. you go ahead. Go ahead. Everyone has seen that blockbuster movie, Black Panther. At the very end, mm-hmm. if you believe the movie is over, they'll cut it off and run the credits, and then they'll bring them back, and he'll have mm-hmm. at the end, Boswick. But the the thing about that movie is, and Brother Warren can contest to this, where they shot mm-hmm. the big high-rise building, mm-hmm. where, they, where they started the movie off and where they ended the movie, where he said, I bought these three buildings. Mm-hmm. So we can promote STEM research. We can promote learning in this community, and we can promote outreach for education and financial literacy. At the end of Black Panther, that man stands there in that imaginary movie and talks mm-hmm. about three buildings I could take you to. Those buildings are still standing in West Oakland because I pass by them every day. In West Oakland? In wow. West Oakland. Brother Warren lived about a mile from there. He can contest to where that building stands today. But in this imaginary movie, this imaginary movie with an imaginary king from an imaginary place comes and Mm -hmm. says, I bought these three buildings. Cannot Oprah Winfrey or Michael Jordan or any of these other people out here, Jay-Z, go down in West Oakland and say, I'm going to buy these three buildings. I'm going to promote the education and welfare and understanding and betterment of black people. 
through the wealth mm-hmm. that I have. But I see mm-hmm. this an imaginary movie, and none of these real people who are in my black community who I look up to will even undertake mm-hmm. anything like this. And you you know, Michael Michael Jordan is invested in the prison industrial complex, sadly enough to say, you know, because he's in the billion dollar club and he's he's an Oprah Winfrey on her show, which is when she had it, which was like 89% white. She she gave away one time, what, 500 cars. She bought 500 cars. That's that's, that's all I'm saying, brother. I'm not mad at him. And, and, and I, uh, not at all, because they do do they, they they do some things. They do do some things, and and, and I guess right. they feel they have to play the game a little bit to uh, you know to, to 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 not stir it up too much. But you know, like you said, you know, it's like like you look at Tyler Perry. His whole movie set burned down once, and nobody made a whole big news deal out of it or anything. Right. He had a he had, he had something as big as Universal Studios, and he had to rebuild it again. They said it was an electrical problem. This guy was this guy was drawing too much money at the box office and getting too many black dollars away from that Jewish money down there. That's what I think. That's just my opinion. You can call you, it and dispute it if you want to. Right on it. Your yeah. fingers right on yeah. the pulse, brother. Yeah. But I yeah. thank, you, I, thank I, you for giving me a platform to be able to say this. And I just you want are to say one more thing. Mm-hmm, certainly. That hopefully, and then we'll go to watch every it. week or every week on your program, we can bring a financial literacy tip and a health. Tip. I would love. I would love to in, do that. In the I would program love to do with that. that, so everyone can have. So I'll start working on my piece. If I can't call in, I'll get it to someone, and we can start talking about. Hey, this is our financial literacy tip for the week, and this is our health mm-hmm. tip because that is our mm-hmm. community downfall right now that we are not using our power as a consumer, to uplift ourselves, and then we're killing ourselves by ingesting food and not living a healthy lifestyle for one reason or another, brother. So you thank see, you so man, much for you, I really appreciate you, brother. You can call back anytime. Anything you want to want to bring as the as, as the subject uh, matter here, you are certainly uh, welcome to suggest thank that. So and we'll, let, we'll, we'll, we'll Hey, it'll be your show to host too, brother. This isn't just about me. This is about Oh, no, I, I got you. somebody calling in from Washington. I just want to make sure that it's not your your brother, Pastor Warren, calling before okay. you leave. Go, go right ahead. You leave. Go ahead. Washington, Washington caller, state your name. <laughs> Bless you, Pastor Warren, and uh, I'm just excited as usual. Uh, Corey, that's another brother there, Brother Doc, out of Berkeley again. Hey, I, we I've came up to through him. the trenches together. I was listening to him, man. You know, he. I'm wondering when you guys are gonna come host one of these shows, man, so I can, <laughs> so I, so I can go water the grass or something. But you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, man. We need brothers like you guys, man. We need brothers like you, and I, I want to share. I don't want to. I don't know if my if my brother here had stuff to do. I, I don't expect you to stick the whole time if you don't have to. But brother, tell us your name again one more time, too. I think he had to go. Okay, okay. What 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 was his name? He did. Was, was, was that Marcus Dobson? Yeah, Marcus Dobson. Yeah. Yeah. I really I yeah. really appreciate him, Marcus Dobson. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate him, man. We 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 got a. He's very knowledgeable. Man. Very knowledgeable. We got to get. We got to we got we got to find out what it is that you know. I never got a chance to. Uh, 
ask him what he, you know, what he's doing and stuff, you know, and, and certainly you have a right to privacy and all that, but he's so yeah. engaging, man. He's so engaging, and he's talking about bringing this literacy and stuff here. I think we've got, I think we've just got some more, uh, some more branches that that, that are sprouting off mm-hmm. the tree, and, and we yeah. need to start bearing all this fruit together and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let me share, let me share let me share this with you, and to anybody else who's listening out there, we um, we're running into some opportunities that are really going to start blowing up here. Uh, just came in touch, of course. T two five CL has everything that we need to to uh, to uh, uh, you know to, to to do movies and radio stuff and and you never and you can never have enough you know I've come yeah. to with some other brothers who are bringing their cameras and they want to be a part of T two five and they have yeah. the camera they have their camera equipment and they want to mobilize with us and I want to reach out and see if the Galaxy Chief is is, is available right now are are you here with us Andre. Hey, Brother Corey, how's it going? Brother Warren. Good. Bless you as well. Good. And I'm just reaching out to you because I I, I, I see you're in the system, but I just wanted to, wanted to wish you uh, uh, wellness, too, with uh, with your with your uh, back injury and stuff and, and see how oh, you were doing. You. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just an unfortunate, freaky little accident, man, but uh, mm-hmm. it knocked me down mm-hmm. for a few days and but I came yeah. right back at it and and uh, still been working around here in this construction zone in my house, getting it uh, all back together again. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> and, uh, and I'm coughing a little bit now because of all the dust that's around here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's been a long, arguous process over the past month. But, yeah. Uh, Probably by next week, we'd love to have you and Brother Kwaku over and have some tea, and we'll start meeting like we used to do in, in the day. I'd love to, yeah. Oh, man, we were talking about that just the other day, Andre. We'd love to see, see your new digs and come kick it and hang out with you and take care of this business that we have that's right here before us, you know. Wanted to, wanted to give a shout-out to, to the Newsom family, too, uh, 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 one of one of one of the T two five family down in down in Southern California, Andre. You guys yeah. do a lot of a lot of things at the headquarters down there. Just lost his father recently, and the Newsoms and I go back almost sixty years. We had an experience with civil rights, uh, Nazi type stuff. We were actually playing down the street from their house when uh, my brother ran and fetched a ball off this man's lawn, and he came out with a shotgun. And pointed it at us when we were six and seven years old, and we found out the history of of, uh, of the Klan around Lake Merritt back in the late fifties and early sixties. You can you can, you can Google it. They had a cross burning ceremony at the uh, Oakland Auditorium once. You pat you 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 brought that up last week, Pastor Warren, and yeah, we actually had we actually had an experience. Had to go to court as children and testify. And I relived that two two summers ago when I went to the uh, to the uh, Black Panther exhibit at the Oakland Museum. They showed police with little kids standing there, standing there holding those numbers up. Like if you were throwing rocks, they'd come get wow. you and take you down to the police station for real simple stuff like that. But without straying too too far away, uh, Andre, um, again, uh, hope you feel better soon and stuff. And also, yeah. just wanted to put it out there so the people could hear it, that we are gathering up 
a, a lot of participants in terms of musicians, film mm-hmm. equipment. We got a couple of venues that were right on the verge of getting signed off, and we've been trying. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, had to kind of go back to the grassroots a little bit, and 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 look into look into the uh, 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 the, the social re- relevance arena. Sometimes. Sometimes our dreams are big. We go for the big place, and we try and get in there because there are innovative ways of getting in there. But until that comes, sometimes you got to take a few steps back and go to a smaller place. And we mm-hmm. got the, the, the Omni Commons. We've got the, the new Parkway Theater. I went to both of those places. Where the repass was for the Newsom family, that's my lodge right there. Uh, wow. Uh, 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 Brother Ward, that's, that's, that's the lodge that I go to for my, for my meetings at Found they got a full bar in there, uh, holds about 750 people, mm. 700 people. We can get it for mm-hmm. next to nothing. We make a small donation to the uh, lodge, basically it's the 750 to get us in there, and then we can get whatever we can take whatever we want on the ticket sales or whatever we do. But we have we have some places now, and when these places get lined up, we we should be able to do something, you know, once a week. And and it, and it, and and we've stockpiled enough in terms of uh, infrastructure things between some of our some of our camera affiliations. Liberated mm-hmm. Lens is one that wants to work with us. Uh, Jonaku Films, uh, Aon mm-hmm. West, uh, uh, and then Dr. Kwaku has uh, uh, a nonprofit up in Vallejo that that, that will mm-hmm. let him mobilize with the camera crew. So. Well, I don't think we'll be taking on too much. I think I think if we have a project going in one place, and 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 we have one going in another place, we don't have to space it out now. I think we've got. I think we, but but we have to sit down, get together, and break bread, like you said, Andre, me, you, Kwaku, and mm-hmm. and, and 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 the rest of everybody, and actually pin this stuff out and put a and put a thing in uh, a plan in motion because some money's getting ready to come through one of my one of the folks I'm dealing with, and we're looking at what, see, what looks like a Motown review, what looks like mm-hmm. a, a jazz thing, what looks like a spoken word thing. That's the entertainment that will come after the platform, whether it's health and education, mm-hmm. whether it's wellness, whether it's uh, supporting uh, black uh, uh businesses like T25CL that, 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 that's, mm-hmm. that's reaching out in the community and stuff. We can raise on every last one of these things that we do, a small portion of revenue should be coming to us so we can look at getting uh, – you can never have enough good equipment. We can upgrade mm-hmm. our equipment. We can upgrade our platform. We can play off our, our, our bills that we fight from month to month, and we can get ourselves in a comfortable position where then we can start looking for a location that we can call our own if it's a small square gas station size something that we can put a green room in and whatever we need to do what you do when you're in entertainment. And then then it's just a matter of getting the equipment. We got the grant writer, I told you, I mentioned this, who writes her grants in on the back end. But all we got to do, we might have to partner a few brands up together just to just to get more than one source of funding, you know, we can get grant we can get grant funding here. We can do fundraisers there. We can do a combination of both. But the fact that we have prospective venues 
And we have brothers like Andre Ward, like Ricardo uh, Burgess, like Pastor mm-hmm. Warren, like Brother Marcus Dobbs, like Nanana Kwaku, like like Dapo Agoru, like uh, 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 Christopher Jeffrey, like Liberated Lynn, like uh, Gerald Sanders. I could just keep the names going, but we got mm-hmm. about we got between sixty and seventy nine profit organizations. That want that need somebody to put on their events for them, and we've got promoters and stuff to do it. So it's time. It's time for us to start doing it now. You know, we've still got the possibility. Again, uh, Ricardo and I talked about it, Andre. If we could have caught up to Johnny, because Johnny is so so busy, but this Home Depot thing, his warehouse up there has got a bunch of stuff in. It. You know, we still it, even if the timing wasn't right then. We still have the opportunity when we when we get our own place. We still have the opportunity to get. We have a brother, brother uh, uh, Antoine Mosley, who's a journeyman electrician, who who's been on the show a few times, and he he really uh, he he's really interested in uh, helping us with his electrical prowess and stuff. So when we start building the studio or doing whatever like that. He's already said that he's available. We can we can we can foundation in and and just take just just a, just a few interns, just enough to get some grant money and the, and and to teach some things forward. But we got to find innovative ways of creating our revenue stream so we can get mm-hmm. to that point where we can fully sponsor mm-hmm. our own events, pay our way mm-hmm. in, and you know. This one place that I had looked at down in Fremont, met with the mm-hmm. lady. She's ecstatic about doing something with it. And it's mm-hmm. a country western place. It's like, what are these black folks going to do here? They're like, mm-hmm. they're, they're like the black heritage riders, the black cowboys. That's one way of partnering up with it. We don't want to bum rush them with NWA and gangster rap just yet. But but we can certainly come in with something that's that, that they can see, you know, culturally us meshing together. And we went over we went over some numbers together. Her, her name is Beth. She's a very she was very very and she's white. She said I can't stand country western music, but I got the job down here. But she said I want to bring some reggae. I want to bring some R and B. I want to I want to you know we want to make some money here. So we're not going to just limit it to one thing. They've got eight screens for live streaming, a huge stage, full engineer studio in the back. Four full bars, six hundred parking spaces, mm. holds holds fifteen hundred people. That these numbers are easy to do. I'm not even looking at the food in the bar, but mm-hmm. fact, right. but, 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 but but when you but when you look at uh, twenty dollars at fifteen hundred people, you know that's thirty thousand dollars. That doesn't even have anything to do with the food in the bar. That's thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Fifteen hundred people at twenty dollars. That doesn't include VIP packages. We, we, we got we got some we got some party buses now. We got three of them. That doesn't include that doesn't include the the people behind the bar. If they spend one dollar, that's fifteen hundred dollars. If they on food, they spend one dollar. That's that's three thousand dollars. That then you get if fifteen hundred people spend one dollar on on one drink and one. But you know, food and drink costs more than that. Basically. Basically, they stand to make fifteen, twenty thousand dollars just in food and drink, and the money we can make from ticket sales. 
of course, we'll pay the artists. You know, what we got to do is get one headline artist who you, you have to pay, you know, two, three, four thousand dollars, and then get some artists who need exposure, but that are really good and really up and coming, and they're willing to negotiate. You know, make five hundred dollars, a couple of hundred dollars. But if we, but if we're transparent enough to tell them, look. You're not getting your worth. I understand that. But, look, this is a movement we're starting. We've got a line of venues. You'll be performing once a week, doing what you do best. We'll be promoting you. You'll be getting exposure. And as we grow, eventually we'll be able to If we have all these venues going and we have enough money, we can get into a larger place. If we can get into a place that holds anywhere from 3,000 or 4,000 people on up, we don't have to look back. That's that, that's mm-hmm. close to a hundred thousand. That's close to a hundred thousand dollar night that we paid for mm-hmm. up front. We we paid the artist. We paid for the venue. Then when we count the ticket sales, we can start divvying that up, leaving some for us to continue what we're doing. But we've created mm-hmm. we've created some we created some salary, and everybody has a lane that they can get in. Whether whether it's whether it's dealing mm-hmm. with the media, whether it's make, whether it's making the flyers mm-hmm. and going out to all the different clubs, whether it's gathering mm-hmm. information from the chamber of commerce to find out mm-hmm. who the competition is, we don't want to do something on a stone cold uh, 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 on a stone on a stone soul weekend where Frankie Beverly mm-hmm. and Mays and Prince and all mm-hmm. we want we want to strategically pick the times that we do it. So mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole strategy that goes into it. That one person mm-hmm. couldn't one person couldn't do unless they were planning it a year from now. But we don't have That's to wait right. a year from now. We yeah. can do something with we can do something within ninety days after we get together and put it mm-hmm. together if we know exactly where we're coming mm-hmm. from, how we're gonna do it, who's responsible for what, and mm-hmm. that we can all totally trust each other and we're in total yeah. agreement with each other. Yes. If we do if we if we do that, I don't see what's stopping. I don't mm-hmm. see what's we can, you know, we can definitely mm-hmm. talk about that tomorrow too when we uh, get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's a good time? Because uh, uh, Quake was waiting on me to get back to him with that too. What's a good time tomorrow? I I have physical therapy at nine thirty in the morning. I'll be done at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say about three o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock. Three o'clock works then. So mm-hmm. I, I contact Quake and we'll come see you at three o'clock. You know. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff to share with you. Okay. I, I I videoed uh, one of Funkadelic's one of one of uh, Parliament's rehearsals uh, last Saturday. Right. They were yeah. they were out here. I got some video footage in my thing, I, and they're splintered all over the place. You know the, the Parlette, Sweat Band, Band mm-hmm. of the Frankenstein, Frankenstein. So they're mm-hmm. they're all scattered around, getting money on so many different levels and stuff. And mm-hmm. There's a group. There's a group of them that, that are close to a friend of mine here. And they said, mm-hmm. look, if it's for the right cause, you know, we'll check our calendar and, and we'll help mm-hmm. we'll help you get it we'll help you get it launched off. And just keep us in mind mm-hmm. down the road when you give the big deal, just 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 to, to say something like that is mm-hmm. just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It's just mind blowing. All right, well so, looking forward you know, to getting together with you guys tomorrow. And, yeah. Um, okay. And I, if, it, if we don't talk later on this evening, let's talk first thing in the morning before you go to therapy. It would line okay. everything up. Okay. Sure. Sounds good. All right. I, I good. get it now because this dust is okay. killing me right now. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I, I want to say, um, Pastor Andre Ward, I bless you and your the health for your body there. Well, thank you, sir. 
Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. I've been down with the health issues, Doc. I've been in the hospital uh, 10 days out of the last 30 days of this month, mm-hmm. you see. Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. happening, um, I'm at Valley Medical, and I'm meeting so many uh, nurses and respiratory therapists. And, look, I'm getting them on board, getting their information, and I, I'm giving, giving them my information, see. And it's really a blessing because I'd have flipped it just being in that hospital to making connections and talking about financial literacy. We're talking about uh, three health to six wellness school programs, health and wellness yep. mainly. You know, it's because I did it's not. Re- yeah, I, I do not remember growing up in the 60s us having all these uh, ailments that I'm seeing now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I do not remember Mm-mm. folks dying Mm-mm. like we dying with all these ailments in the 60s. So something going on here, right? Uh, I, I want to share this with, 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 uh, with, with everyone. We're talking about this 45 administration, right? How they're yeah. railroading um, people like Hitler did the Jews, you know, mm-hmm. and, and go to the courts. They're already going to rule against you. Now, you know, I'm dealing with a, uh, my case when I, I was in the house that shouldn't have been rented. So I, had, I went to the Human, yeah, Human Rights mm-hmm. Commission, and, I, and the four parts was uh, race, disability, uh, religion, and, um, and family. So I put, mm-hmm. they put it, my narrative in, and when I got the copy, they just put race and changed my narrative. So I said, wait a minute. How are you going to change my narrative of my case? When has the government start editing people's complaints? Okay? So the bottom line, I've been going through this paper whipping them, so this is the final letter that I sent them. I'm going to read this because it's going to help somebody tonight, I'm sure. I mm-hmm. put the, um, the, um, the, my caseworker investigator's name, and this is what I put. Mm-hmm. We are still trying to understand how you can continue to invest an investigation without an intake and signed document from us. This whole process reminds me of what our forefathers went through in Jim Crow. You go in for railroad and the same people who claim to help you are undermining the whole process. The Uh Human Rights Commission ignoring our requests, institutional racism and racial discrimination remain a persistent reality in America. This is is seen in your handling of our case. And that's it. And I, I dropped it from them handling it. Mm, 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 mm. You see. That's absolutely, that's absolutely crazy. You know, and, and then you can refile that at another time, you know, yes. just as long yes. as you keep it. Keep it uh, keep it open inside of every yeah. two years, then it stays open. So there's no statute yeah. limitations on. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got somebody yeah, in California, I think, that's joining in too. California, all right. you want to join in? Who's that? California just it, called it, in. Yes, yeah, brother Dotson just coming back. To mm-hmm. Oh, okay. From okay. brother Warren, uh, you, brother Corey, just to see uh, yeah. how you gonna wrap up the program tonight, and just thank you again for the opportunity to go ahead yeah. and try to start putting some wisdom out there in reference to areas that, like Brother Warren just spoke on, when we go into mm-hmm. situations, and me and him talk on several several occasions, yeah. I had a similar mm-hmm. situation like that when I was uh, discharged uh, while I was on, uh, on the ADA, uh, American with Disabilities Act, and I was mm-hmm. also discharged from a position uh, on a misclassification. And I went to the government, such as Brother Warren did, 
I went to the wage and hour division of the federal government, and they found that these people was doing this, and they was doing it in different locations up there in Seattle, back in Washington. Mm-hmm. And the investigator came back to me and said, this seems like this is systemic. You're not the first person this is happening to. But as we got deeper into the case and he found that he had this company on the hook and he looked like he was looking good to his supervisor and mm-hmm. all of this, his, his uh, upper echelon people at the, uh, the the hour and wage division, at that mm-hmm. point, he said, well, I don't need to take your case any further. He didn't literally say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, Sir, we have gotten you more than we have ever gotten anyone uh, on a wage and hour division violation. I said, well, mm-hmm. uh, does that mean you should stop looking for justice because you have went over and above what you've ever seen happen here? Mm-hmm. Wow. They're still in the wrong. You know mm-hmm. that man told me, mm-hmm. well, look, if you don't want to sign off and, and, and exonerate these people from you suing them any further in reference to your ADA violation, then I'm just going to hold your case. So I had to go out and hire a lawyer, uh, like me and Brother Warren talked about, and, and mm-hmm. when the lawyer brought the ADA case and won that, then they want to come back and throw that little money at me. So the federal government is not designed <laughs> to help, <laughs> I hate to say, <laughs> people of a darker shade, but I'm sure we're not the only ones that get treated that way when they feel that, oh, we went up all over and beyond uh, helping you. So that's just my little experience with them. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, well, 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 you know, the the uh, the, the, the slave master and, and 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 the one who owns the cattle. What their interest is is in is in is in uh, um, not not your rights. They they don't care about the sheep's rights. What they what they care about is what you taste like when they're ready to eat you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't have no. They don't have that. They don't care at all about whether you like the grass you grazing in. Whether you like, you know, whether you get to go outside today or got to stay in the barn tomorrow, that you know, their in, their interest is, is is you know is at the is at the end. What's in it for them? And the federal mm-hmm. government has nothing to win by paying out this ADA money to you on a large on a large scale or here in your case, exactly. you know, that holds them accountable. And unfortunately, the country was built. Uh, by by people who 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 are constantly under this systematic you know this systemic thing that you're talking about it's just mm-hmm. it's just but but see but see again we can change our circumstances we just got to look back within the community and we got to start these movements and we got to start you know bringing this awareness out and 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 creating jobs and and you know, bringing these issues to the forefront where where we're not bought and paid for, where we're not told y'all don't say that part, just say this. Mm-hmm. No, look, this is this is our venue. We pay for our own stuff. We got mm-hmm. our own people in place here. We got our own people coming to patronize this place. You don't even have to come listen to what we're talking about. But this movement right. is real, and it's and it's and it's and it's in it's within this village. This is village business. It doesn't have nothing to do mm-hmm. with you. You know, mm-hmm. but 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 you but when you start noticing that our spending has has redistributed itself, and we're not buying up all of your stuff anymore because mm-hmm. we have what what we need to do it from within, you'll start listening 
to some of our issues and maybe you'll mm-hmm. change your ways. So then we might decide on how much we might want to simulate with you again. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Galaxy Chief. I, I I know I know Andre. Uh, been patient. He's got some stuff to get back to in terms of his back and that dust around there. Yeah. You want to say something before you leave, Andre? Oh man, it's it's good to be on the show tonight, and um, I'm going to be doing my show Saturday morning. And so yeah. you know, I've been mm-hmm. off for the past what five weeks or so uh, doing this renovation here around the house. Yeah. But, uh, Mm-hmm. I'm going to come on and maybe do an, an hour show on Saturday morning, get back into the swing of things. And people mm-hmm. that call okay. when I'm going to do a show, do a show. So I'm going to do one Saturday morning and see if I still got the old touch to it. So I'll definitely invite oh, you yeah. to come on oh, yeah, Saturday yeah. morning and <laughs> set it up and, a little and tell, bit. And tell yeah. them what time your show is, too, Andre. It's 10 a.m. Pacific. 10 a.m. Pacific. And in this place comes on after you. Yeah, in this place won't be on on this Saturday. They're going dark this Saturday, but uh, okay. I'll be on the okay. Saturday. And we'll okay. see where, where it uh, takes us. And so we'll just get caught up on what's happening now. And <clears throat> people still want to talk about this, uh, the film, the Black Panther. We can talk about that mm-hmm. as, as well. And uh, and whatever else is is going on, and and with the things that are going on these days, it's always something happening on a on a daily basis. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. But I, I keep Whoops. saying that there's something big that's going down around mm-hmm. the planet, mm-hmm. and this is why you see all these false flags and. Mm-hmm. All these other things that are in the media don't they don't mean a, a, a dead gun thing. Mm-hmm. All this stormy weather mm-hmm. stuff and and all this other nonsensical <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's all there as a distraction to keep mm-hmm. your mind and your thought and your mm-hmm. passion off of something right. really really big that these people are are planning. Yes, and, it is. You know, and mm-hmm. there was a reason why they. Put somebody in the White House that's not a yeah. politician. Yeah, doesn't know anything and just yeah. up there cracking jokes, <laughs> yeah. doing the yeah. racial thing, and, mm-hmm. and and all of that. It's it's all in. That was all a part of the plan. This was no yeah. accident. Why yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this cat is there? That's right. And and not some experienced politician. And so yeah. we mm-hmm. have to start. Looking into those things; those are the questions we need to ask. We got dumb. Why is all this happening? And it's just all a cover. Yeah. It's a yeah. cover mm-hmm. up. Yes, it is. These school shootings is a cover yep. up. And I'm hearing reports now that they're using crisis actors in these schools with these school shootings and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Man, mm-hmm. man, so. There's something big happening, brothers. Something super, yeah. super, super big. The biggest mm-hmm. thing that has ever happened in our lifetime is getting ready to go down in a very short period of time. Yeah. Not, I'm not talking uh, about a year or two for now, 10 years or 100 years. Yeah. I'm talking about the next day, few days, the next week. Yes. Yeah. Something. Massive oh, going down on this planet. 
and this yeah. is why you seeing these things that are that are happening. Yeah. You got to ask why was homeboy for North Korea in China for a day. Yes. Think on that. Mm. And, and why is all of a sudden North Korea, North Korea, South Korea, why are all of a sudden they're coming together right now mm-hmm. to get ready to arrange mm-hmm. that line? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. why is North Korea to do the Trump calls the rocket man and all the guys yeah. now? All of a sudden, I don't say, oh, don't say nothing bad about him now. Me and him get ready to <laughs> kick leave him alone. Yeah, we get ready to go <laughs> kick him now. Yeah. And, and some mm-hmm. things we're not mm-hmm. telling you on the news that the Chinese won engaged on Friday, on, on this past Monday, just a few days wow. ago. And it is now the reserve currency for the world, and now the petrol dollar is no longer being used for oil acquisition. It's the Chinese mm-hmm. one that's being used for. What mm-hmm. is going on, brother? Something is going on big, big, big time. There's <clears throat> mm-hmm. jumping off in Iraq right now mm-hmm. on a monetary level. Mm-hmm. Things happening wow. in Zimbabwe right now on a monetary level. Mm-hmm. And so pay deep, deep attention. The news is just what they show you yes. is entertainment. Yes. But, uh-huh. Deeper than that. But there's a that's whole correct. plan that's going on. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on Saturday. Yeah. 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 Well, well I, I want to I, I, uh, say, um, Corey, that Pastor Andre uh-huh. Ward, what you're saying is so true. I've been telling everyone that the smoke screen is up, just like I just read today. I've been telling people this, that 45 is in the back room cutting all kind of programs where when Obama did it, you, he would tell you what was happening. But that man is doing stuff right now that's affecting them. They're taking pregnant um, women um, over to those detention centers that's pregnant, and, and he signed the bill three months ago, right, allowing him to do it. And they said, well, we're going to pick and choose who we think we, we are keeping out the detention but still sending them, you know, back to their country. But these women are pregnant, and they've been doing that for for a year now. But now it's a law he had signed to allow them to railroad pregnant women now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. See, so that's what we're saying. Like Dr. Ward is saying things going to hit the fan within days, and we're going to understand how serious this is. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, well, we're talking about it on Sunday, Saturday, brother. And Pastor Warren definitely have uh, invite you to call in on, on Saturday morning as well. And mm-hmm. we got Gil uh, Scott Aaron to play it in the background there somewhere. Oh, oh, I don't know. That's coming from me. That's coming from me. Home is where the hatred is. Home is where the hatred is. That's me, Corey. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted the people to have a little taste of this before we wrap the show up. That was uh, Marcus, Gil, Gil Scott. Scott Harris. Yeah, brother, yeah. brother Marcus Johnson. We appreciate you, brother Marcus, too. You want to yeah, say anything uh, before we take it out? Yeah, I really appreciate uh, Brother Ward that financial literacy. He's talking about that global economics that people need to have more of. So I'll definitely be listening to the program on Saturday morning. Because we all needed to be uh, up, updated on that and have be, have more education on it. 
Hey, all right, all right. So we'll, you. we'll see you better than Saturday morning. Okay. Hey, Corey, hey, I'll see you hey. and Dr. Clay Cool tomorrow. Sounds good. Hey, everybody, this has been Solo Vibrations every Thursday. Remember to tune in on Monday at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Conference Politics, Tuesday, Straight Talk, The High Brush, Wednesday, Rock Corner, Thursday, Report Soul Vibration, Friday Night Confession, Saturday, United We Stand, 1030, with the brother Andre Ward, also in this place, won't be on this Saturday, but I'll be back next Saturday, Sunday, All Day Music, and we take you home with Jill Scott Harris, home is where the hatred is. Okay, brother. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.